Smiling Sam Alvi, appreciate the time having you back on. You know, you got a fight coming up on March 28th in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, let's get into the first topic, which I wanted to ask you about is this uh, judging controversy in MMA. Someone close to you, Dominic Reyes. Uh-huh. Do you feel like he got screwed in his fight? Yeah, he definitely got screwed. Uh, it was it was obvious to just about everyone except what two of the three judges. It was it was just just a ridiculous travesty. And then John Jones is of course he's not gonna give him the rematch like he he deserves. And hey, you know it's probably smart on John Jones not to give him the rematch. Uh, he he doesn't want to he doesn't want a second crack at uh, or he doesn't want to give Dom a second crack. Yeah, Dom. He uh, he's he didn't really surprise a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people expected him to do that and expected him to win that fight. And John Jones not giving him the rematch is kind of smart, like you said. With the open judging, that's the new thing that they're having. It's going to be implemented soon in the U.S. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, is that where they tell you the scores between rounds? Yes, to everybody. I, I'm interested in seeing how it works. I mean, I I I see how long it takes the the judges now to give the the scorecards to 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 Bruce Buffer and so now they're gonna have to get all three scores to the corner who then gives it to the fighter I I, it's gonna be difficult and then especially for the fighter to have to calculate exactly what a 29-28 for him 29-28 for the other guy means um so it's I it'll be interesting I I'm I'm interested in seeing it tested before it gets implemented fully in the U.S. Well, actually, they do. They've been doing it in Japan, at, okay. in Pancrase, for the last couple of years. And what they do is they announce it in the arena. The in the scores. arena, okay. So okay. like everybody can hear what what the scores are, and uh, it kind of gives a different feel to the fights. Do Do you feel like right. it will? Uh yeah, it definitely could. If you, if you know the judges are screwing you in the first two, uh, mm-hmm. you, you gotta you gotta pick up the pace. But it'll it'll add something else. I mean, like if if what was it round? two that that one of the judges gave it to john jones if dom reyes who won round two here's and you know he lost round two i mean that that's going to take some focus to to figure out um so i i'll be i really will be interested and i i don't know how i would react but uh i it probably will lead to some better third rounds now another thing that i saw that you've You've reached the 25 test mark for USADA. They all come back clean. You know, it seems like they're doing a good job. But when you see guys get popped, you know, by USADA and kind of get off with these weird judgments, what is, what is going through your mind? You know, what? it's some guys are bigger than the system. As much as they'll deny it, as much as, you know, Conor McGregor could probably do whatever he wanted to. He could punch whoever he wanted to whenever he wanted to and get away with it. Uh, John Jones is probably in that same boat. Uh, there are probably a few few other athletes in the UFC that are that can get away with this, and it doesn't affect me because I know it's, it, yeah, because I, I know it's because um, I know that it would affect me, so I have to stay clean. Uh, yeah, so I have to stay clean. Uh, whatever those guys are taking, whatever they're doing, whatever they could get away with. It's it doesn't affect what I know I won't get away with, and uh, so I'll, I'll just keep being clean. Yeah, definitely, man. It's uh, everybody should be doing the same thing you're doing, man. It's there's no excuses for that. Uh, you were supposed to return last November in Brazil against Shogun. You know, you had to withdraw with a broken hand. 
how pissed were you? You know, you're always smiling, but how pissed were you when, you know, you uh, had to pull out? Because Shogun is a name on, I believe, everybody's bucket list. Yeah, it, not only was he the name, it was the co-main event. It was my first co-main mm. event. I was on the poster for it, and I broke my hand, and I couldn't do anything about it. And it was, I was so upset. And it was, I broke my hand in, in practice, and I knew immediately it was broken. I knew, I mean, it, and it's funny, it never hurt. Uh, to this day, my hand never hurt, uh, but I knew it was broken. And so I, you know, jogged around the gym. I cussed real loud and said, Gah! and then I took the glove off and you, you just, I mean, you saw the bone. You saw, you saw how bad it was. Said, well, I'm going to the doctor, guys. I drove myself to the doctor and they said, yeah, it's broken. It's no, no shit. <laughs> and uh, then, then I got to go to the, the bigger doctor, the more expensive doctor and he scheduled the surgery and, you know, did all the, the MRIs and x-rays that are needed and um, started my road to recovery. My, and and I, I've been blessed. Uh, Dr. Mora, if, he, if he's listening, he is the best doctor in Southern California, maybe the world. He, he put me back together quickly, uh, helped me with the recovery. He, he was just on point. And now I'm ready to get back in that cage and test out his work. Yeah, I like uh, the doctor, Dr. Mora. He, uh, he makes sure... Or the way he tested your hand was he beat you in thumb wrestling. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he took me out. Oh, and I didn't see it coming. He he was quick. He was quick. I, I got to work on that. <laughs> Next time I break my hand, I'll be ready for him. Luckily, you know, not luckily, but, you know, if, if your hand was broken, but it wasn't, like, piercing through the skin, you would have probably went on and... And took that fight, right? You would have probably went in into the cage with a broken hand. Yeah, yeah, I probably would have. My coaches would have yelled at me. Uh, mm. My coaches, uh, my wife might have stopped me, maybe. But I, I would have argued with them. I don't need that hand anyways. I got one really good hand. I, I'll use that one. While you were going through the recovery, did you decide to focus on anything else? You know, while your hand was in the cast? No, it was such a pain in the gut, a pain in the butt because I wasn't allowed to sweat. Uh, so I couldn't hit the bag. I could do nothing. Uh, so I got one of those uh, Fitbits so to keep my step count up. And so I, I, late at night, my wife was always irritated because, you know, we have five kids. Uh, I said, Britt, I didn't get to where I needed to. I got to go for a walk. And so I'd go out and I'd walk. And it was it was just a killer. The, uh, the, I, I had the pins in my hand. And the pins, you know, you can see the pins out of your hand. And so I wasn't allowed to sweat. Uh, they didn't want any infection or anything so it was it was very difficult how long before you got back into full training uh pretty much the day they took the pins out i mean i started doing stuff uh the days they took the pins out i, I put a band-aid on and i started running right away i was running all day every day uh as soon as as soon as he cleared me to put a glove on i put the glove on i just didn't throw the glove uh i, I used a lot of kicks a lot of hand stuff and as soon as he cleared me to punch, I was punching uh, yeah, as, as hard and as often as I could. People say sometimes when you break a bone, it comes back a, a little tougher, a little stronger. Do you feel that in your in your hand? Uh, we'll see. I'm going to try real hard to break it over uh, Khalil's face. <laughs> so we'll see if it holds up. All right. Well, Khalil, uh, Khalil Roundtree, a guy that uh, has transformed into uh, a striker, a Muay Thai specialist, a guy that's going to stand and trade with you. Man, I'm pretty sure you're, you're salivating over this matchup. Oh, my goodness. I, I hate not fighting. I am a guy, I mean, I've tied the record. I've got the fastest record 
uh, getting to six fights in a year in the UFC. Uh, and I, I like to fight. I've got a lot of them. I want to keep fighting. And I wasn't allowed to even train for so long. Uh, this is, it's built up in me. I need to get into that, to that octagon so I can do what I do best. Do you see this fight even coming out the first round? Uh, if I have my way, it's not going to make it out of the first minute. Um, but, uh, yeah. He he's got some he's got some pretty slick moves. He's the he's the super champ now, uh, and he's he's got all the skill in the world. He belongs in that cage with me. I'm just gonna make sure uh, make make sure I, I leave the better man that night. You know the narrative leading up to this fight will be Sam Alvey's probably fighting for his job. He's lost a few in a row, but in reality, isn't every fight like that? Isn't every fight you're fighting for your job for a lot of the fighters in the UFC? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even just a matter of wins, it's a matter of being entertaining. Uh, I believe the reason I'm still in the UFC is because I'm an entertaining fella, fighter, entertaining fella, and that they like me. So they gave me that third loss, and uh, I, I, I know that if I lose again, as much as they like me, as much as the fans you know, have come to respect me, I, I'm not going to have a job with the UFC anymore. Uh, and so my life changes if I lose. So I'm not going to lose. I'm going to beat the hell out of them. Uh, it's it's my job on the line. It's my my future on the line, and I'm gonna go into that octagon, and I'm gonna I'm gonna impress a lot of people. You are many fights deep into your career. I've heard you say you want to fight until you're 50 years old. And when you look at that, and you, when you see a career, what is the success, What is the definition of success? Do you think in combat sports? Do you think it's more of uh, the legacy, or is it the money you're making, or is it the titles that you obtain? For you, what is it? I, I, I can afford my family uh, with, with the job I have. I get to spend my days uh, with, with my family. I don't have to wear shoes ever if I don't want to. Uh, and there's not many people in this world that can say that. Uh, fighting with the UFC has given me every opportunity to better myself and, and be around my kids. I get to wake up and take them to school. I get to make them lunch. I get to make them breakfast. I get to... I get to coach them in jujitsu and baseball and soccer and, and everything else. Um, so this the the level of the level of success I've been able to make for myself uh, so far is is through has been proven through my family. I get to spend every minute every day with them. Yeah, that's something that's very rare is where someone's occupation allows them to become a better father, right? Yeah, and it it, it has, and it's so important to me. Uh, we, we've got, like I said, we've got five kids now. Uh, I, I don't, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. My wife is still game <laughs> and, uh, we've gotten into the foster business. I say business playfully. I get into the, it's, it, it's a hard, hard thing to do to, to, to love these kids so much, but yeah, we're doing that now. Um, and it's just, it's, I, I wouldn't be able to do any of it if it wasn't for the, the success I've had, uh, creating, creating the life I have in with the UFC with with my fighting yeah it's all you know Sam it's always a pleasure talking with you man I, I feel like you're one of the great stories and and your career is one of the great careers you know not just inside the cage but also outside the cage and what you're doing and and hopefully you you get 10 more fights 15 more fights in the UFC but before that happens March 28th UFC on ESPN 8 Columbus Ohio USA thank you Sam so much for the time and uh, good luck on everything that you're doing thank you so much for your time sir and i promise next time we talk i'll make sure my skype is up uh <laughs> I, just, sure. I got caught coming from the gym